0: episode 60 and now i i must apologize first and foremost i have a slightly croaky and throaty voice today um basically i've had a cold um i've been last week was extremely busy the last week of my life was very very busy um between i mean you know i you don't need these updates all the time but essentially working hard um auditioning hard and uh yes busy times all around but it was all good um some great results have come out of it and there's some exciting things ahead um, which shall uh, remain under wraps for now. I know this is something that lots of people say on social media. It'll remain under wraps. But no, I actually do have um, a couple of things that uh, shall be revealed in the very near future, which are fun. Anyway, um, I'm not going to waffle on too long because my voice is, as I say, is uh, is quite weak and I have, I have things to do this week where I'm going to be using my voice. I'm going to save it. So I hope you appreciate that. Um, my usual preamble will be slightly less um, extensive than it than it is normally but anyway um yes uh the so news ahead um very busy time um this week's podcast is with um, somebody that I've known for well both of our maths uh, maths is not the strong point of myself or my guest um but Mr. Dominic McChesney, who is also an actor, and we know each other from way back in the ALRA days, Um, and ALRA is the drama school I went to, the Academy of Live and Recorded Arts, Um, and it was a total joy to catch up, and it's a funny thing, because we were both in the same year at drama school, but um, we never appeared in any productions together, um, and we didn't actually do any classes together, so we knew each other, but we didn't really know each other if that makes any sense. Um, we were, yeah, we were always pleasant to each other and had brief conversations but we never sat down at any length. Um, over the years we've discovered we've got lots of people, mutual friends in common outside of Alra as well as people from Alra. Um and so <clears throat> I thought it would be a great chance to sit down and catch up and with somebody from uh, way back in my past obviously we've had my sister on but um this is somebody uh from a slightly different perspective it's not a family perspective and also interesting how how we'd perceived each other back in the day and uh how how wrong we both were about certain things and just goes to show you make these decisions choices about people and you can be totally wrong but anyway um total joy to chat to and i'm sure you're going to enjoy it anyway i'm going to move swiftly on to the recommendations for this week and um the two there are two albums it's going to be two albums this week and there is one by a lady called rosie Lowe, and this album literally came out last week and uh, i was listening to it a lot on public transport and on trains around the country doing things um this album is uh, it's i think it's des- described as pop by um iTunes but that's really underestimating it underestimating it and it's um it's very prince i mean i know i know that sounds like i use prince a lot as a lazy comparison but the music that i tend to like tends to have um a slant of prince in it so yes prince erica badu um uh, rashine murphy it's kind of a cross of a few things, but um, it's, it's. I have to say, possibly one of the cleverest albums of the year so far. I'd say she's a bit of a musical genius, and I'm actually keen to see her. So uh, Rosie Lowe and her album is called You. I believe that's how it's pronounced, and it's just why you. So I'm going to go with you. I haven't heard her talk about it yet. Um, but it is just... Um, You know, I'm actually quite blown away by it and some of it's highly emotional, some of it's very funky, shall we say, but really strong album and um, considering we have certain pop giants and pop divas releasing albums at the moment, I'd say this is possibly going to outshine all of them. Even some of my favourites, not mentioning names, but I think this is an album for 2019 and I think... I hope people... People do discover it I'm also keen To sort of keep it to myself Why am I saying On a podcast But you know When you find something you just think God this is so good I hope it doesn't just Get overexposed Because it's kind of your Your private thing? Anyway, no, I'm sure you'll be hearing lots more of her. But anyway, go and discover that. Uh, Rosie Lowe, you. And then the other album is uh, by a duo called Lion Babe, who've been around for a while, but this album came out a couple of weeks ago, I believe. Um, And their album is called Cosmic Wind. (laughs) Which I can have after um, a lot of broccoli. But no, it's a really... I don't know how to describe it again I th- funnily enough it has a uh, a twang of Erica Badu again bizarrely um, who I love but yeah I'd say even more than the Rosie Low album um, And it's again uh, as far as iTunes category they say R&B soul which I guess it is but it's it's again it's a super strong um, uh, for me a con- another contender for possibly for album of the year um i would say possibly influenced by um some of uh miss Beyonce knowles's recent work so um go and go and have a listen to that but i those are my two recommendations because i can hear my voice going so i think what we're gonna do without further ado is hand over to the wonderful and the marvelous Mr. Dominic McChesney. Hello. Hello, Dominic. Hello. Welcome back to the world. Thank this you world. very much. We are sat in the South Bank Centre on a, on a mild and... It's a bit of a sticky day. Um, it's,
1: it's getting there, isn't it? It's a struggle back We're looking to... forward to summer, aren't we? Oh,
0: we, we are. <laughs> we don't really need... <laughs> I, to thought just, it
1: was, I thought the winter was over. But <laughs> I know, we
0: keep waiting for it. In, in the UK, we, 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 we've had a summer already. Sadly, my listeners in the us well not sadly because a lot of listeners in Washington State are currently enjoying basking in the sunshine and the heat already. If they um, are, why aren't we? Anyway, yes. we're not here to talk about. No, we're here no. about you. Hello, dear sir. So we know each other from now the years. I want to say twenty-five years. Twenty-five years. <laughs> He's counting on his hands. <laughs> 28
1: years. Oh, for love of God. Surely we're not over 25 years old, though. How does that work out?
0: I know. No one would know. <laughs> no. Dear Lord, that's...
1: Nearly 30 years. And I, I hadn't... Well, we think we bumped into each other yeah, about 20 years about ago. about
0: 20 years ago in Brighton, in a, in a French venue in Brighton called the Mulberry Theatre... Yes, lovely little theatre. I was rehearsing a show with a friend of yours. Yes. Sir Nigel Fares. Yes. He'd written a show called Oedipus the Queen. And I was playing Oedipus's gay father. Yes. I was Jocasta, but called Len. That's right, because he sleeps with the father. Sleeps with the father. I don't... It was Jackie Scarvellis in that show. Jackie Scarvellis... Lesser. is she still around do we no. know she's dead I'm afraid oh is she yes oh. sorry <laughs> you oh, heard it here so <laughs> ladies okay. and gentlemen google G- Jackie Scarvellis because she had a, a rich and illustrious life and career and yes. everybody knows her she's in the I industry. never
1: worked with her I met her a couple of times but she was one of those characters who was wonderfully larger than life oh yeah
0: yes um, yes oh my goodness god is taking me back to that world anyway yes google her as well, not right now. Listen. Um, so, how was it? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, let's let's talk about that because yes. we, we have briefly summarised our feelings. But how was drama school for you? Because for me, I hadn't fully formed as a human, mm. and it wasn't. I wasn't my time. I felt I was a little bit early, not in age, but just hadn't got there quite.
1: I can see that completely because I. In retrospect, I think back at that time and I think I was too young to go to drama school and I didn't really appreciate it. I've actually, the last two years ago, I retrained and when I went and retrained, I realised how much of a sponge I was now and how much I was just devouring everything that was thrown my way, whereas... When I went to drama school, I think I was just too young and I was discovering myself. Other
0: things to think about. And I
1: remember auditioning for a couple of other drama schools and them saying, go away and live, and then come back to drama school. And I, I kind of were like, no, 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 I know it all. Because you, you do know it all at that age. Um, and now looking back, I completely understand where they were coming from. Um, and I interesting. felt with Alra... My feeling of Alra at the time... Or and, and kind of now looking back, but I will justify this as well yeah. is that they I don't know if it, it has changed now. Apparently, it has changed quite I dramatically. I have worked
0: with people who've come through in the last few years, and it sounds like a very different setup. Yes, um, of course. But
1: it's... they, they I felt we, we were trying to be taught so much, of, or trying to be given so much of everything that we never got enough of anything except for voice. I think that's where they actually excelled I think the voice lessons they excelled to a point where I would say that a lot of drama schools don't give that kind of training anymore from my this sounds awful but my experience I don't meet many people under a certain age who have the voice technique not singing wise, singing
0: wise they do but I think speaking wise I don't think they get that I do I'm generalising hugely there yeah. no, no I know I do I think you're right I think it was a time when I feel like it was one of the things that I did come away thinking okay I d- at the end of a day would feel like yes I have genuinely learnt something yes mask work I'm not quite <laughs> look, at look at us and look at us and look at us do you remember oh that oh my god What's like that lady's name Brige Brige Bedell Brige Bedell that's very if good memory if you're listening Brige Fidel. Thank you. Thank you for, for many, many hours of... of and teaching
1: sh- us the importance of drinking water. Oh,
0: my God. Yes. But
1: like, it, was, it wasn't until I left drama school, an hour, mm-hmm. and then worked with people from other drama schools that I realised that everybody complains about where they went to. Oh, yeah. And says, I should have gone to the other one. Uh-huh. So the grass is always greener. And then uh, another thing which was interesting was... I was talking about the different tropes that you see in people from other from drama schools, mm-hmm. and you say, "Oh, well, that's a Mountview actor, that's an yep. East Fifteen actor, that's a um, uh, um, uh, Roseberryford Guildford actor." And okay. I remember saying to my friend, who was a director, and I went, "But Alra doesn't really have a type," and he just looked at me and went, "Yes, yes, they do." <laughs> and I went, "Oh, okay." So I didn't oh, I didn't push him any further. Okay. So. Uh, he he was I don't very want to definitely know what, no. What, I don't
0: know what to know. Don't don't put me in a category. Um, that's funny. Yes. So um, we do have. We're both still in touch. We were saying both still in touch with people via Facebook and running yes. into people over the years. But um, and there is a reunion which maybe we'll end up yes. going to. And interestingly, and interestingly enough, of course we bumped into
1: each other even before. Oh, oh, we've already this is, planned
0: this. This was yes. And then last week, last week in an audition i've never run into another fellow from, not from our year in an audition i don't believe that's ever no happened.
1: i don't think it has happened to me bizarrely either. and i, I walked can't... out and there you were sat there
0: and it, oh my god i mean so we're both auditioning for dames yes that's where we're at the same dame. the same dame. <laughs> yes and uh, we had a lovely time we did have a lovely time um, Neither of us got the job. But we had a lovely but time. It was a nice audition, though. And Welling in Garden this... City City's very pretty. It is very pretty. It was very pretty. <laughs> actually, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm. thank you for a nice audition. If mm. anybody involved... Was listening to it. It was Disney. very nice yes. to have a friendly audition. A friendly audition. Um, so, yeah, so... We'll go back to, kind of, post directly after Alra and how that went and how yes. you felt. But, um... And talking about your time out as well. Oh, yes. Um, But let's go back to the very beginning. Yes. Um, So tell us where you were born.
1: I was born in a... you give us a year?
0: Uh, Oh, (laughs) when (laughs) you
1: were born? 1969. You've given us the year. and I I have, already said that. But yes. Um, And I, I grew up in a place in the Axe Valley, which is in southern Devon, on the border between Devon and Dorset, in a little town called Seton. And I went to school in a... A uh, place called Sidmouth, which is a very famous rep ah, company. Yes. Or and um, very small Devonshire community. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody, uh, and very much involved in the local church and amateur theatre scene.
0: Um, oh, okay. So that yes. was the early day, early early days. Yes, yes. So, um, so how was school?
1: School was mixed. I loved primary school. I, yeah. I loved primary school. And then and then I went to... I was a very happy child. <laughs> I was yes. a very, 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 very sensitive child. Um, Hello, a yes. very happy child. And uh, then I went to a private school from 11 to 13. I think... I, I wanted to go, but it was also... Slightly sorry, mum. I don't think my mum will listen to this, but um, Justin. it was it was slight. I think there was a slight snob value there. It was kind of, I'm sending my child to private school, mm-hmm. kind of a bit hyacinth bucket. <laughs> so, um, and I wanted it as well. I was, and but I had a horrible time. I was terribly bullied. Um, oh, okay, because everyone else knew each other from when they were about five, mm-hmm. so I was suddenly this new kid, and and I didn't were you have a boarding. No, I wasn't, okay. no. Um, and there was a, it was a mixture of boarding and, and day pupils. Mm-hmm. And in fact, some of my friends from primary school had gone there at the same time as me. There was a kind of group of us, but I kind of became a bit of an outsider. Right. Um, couldn't really just couldn't find my place. I, I, I couldn't work out, because it's also a, a, a strange... Time as well when you're in the when you turn from single digits to double figures, yeah, yeah. and I couldn't understand why people didn't like me because I was nice, and there was one boy in particular who, who just kind of made my life hell. Um, and I, I kind of got through that, and then I went to a secondary school in Sidmouth. Which was fine, and I it was okay, but I knew what I wanted to do. So there was a lot of lessons that I'd be like, "Well, why do I need to do this?" Yes. And it, school just didn't really interest me, and I was I was just a very run of the mill student. I tried to keep a little bit so invisible. You got by, yes. I was also the fat kid as well, so I oh, right, kind right. of got a bit bullied for that, right? But my brother had been quite a bigwig in the school. He was kind of very admired by a lot of uh, kids. He was So oh, okay. when he I went there, boy. some of the older kids went, are you Chez's brother? And I said, yes. And they said, we're looking out for you. So which was actually quite sweet. And I was like, oh, you don't need to do that. But, you know, we were, oh, but my brother and I are so okay. completely different. So... But that was quite sweet. So he'd obviously said to the people, you know, look out just for my younger make, brother, to make sure he's okay. So, and I didn't really get as bullied as much in there. But it was just, it was the eighties. Um, I'm in contact with a few people I went to school with now, which is actually I was really say, nice. Is that, yeah. Um, I have a friend who who we. I mean, we both knew each other was gay. We never really talked about it. And, uh, and he... Since... And he, I think, you know, he's got his own story. He'd be a great person for you to interview, actually. Mm. Um, but he's got his own story. Uh, he's now an uh, ordained priest in uh, Palm Springs. Uh, oh with my. the Metropolitan Community Church. And uh, he's he's amazing, and I mean, what a, he is quite an inspiration. And I remember saying to him a few years ago, and we did actually meet up, and I said his bravery in that time is quite incredible. Mm-hmm. To you know what we went through, and he went through a lot of bad, worse bullying at secondary school than I did. Right. Um, but you know, uh, he he really did come through it and he's he's an amazing person and absolute inspiration i think nowadays i know he's an inspiration to many people now Mm -hmm. but um uh, have you
0: been to palm springs too
1: i haven't no he actually came and saw me i was in a play in la and he came and saw the first performance which was just wonderful
0: i think you need to get yourself down to palm springs as well yes um wow really so yes yes i think i believe that's a place for people like us to enjoy (laughs) the sunshine in retirement in
1: retirement <laughs> in retirement oh my god that's not that long no, off no. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay so school yeah um, so you were acting all the way through from from primary right through then yes uh, doing
1: uh, amdram yeah which I think was a, a great way to start mm-hmm. um, and then left school did A-levels uh, and finally that's where I started to become myself really was A levels because suddenly I was studying the lesson that I wanted to study so I was just suddenly learning about theater and I loved it and I was with other people who wanted to act so no yeah, longer was yeah. I the underdog sort of thing I was um I was on an equal no PE and
0: games involved. no
1: PE and games no, it's the moment of joy when you yeah. never do that again. There's a nice yeah. twist with Alba though, but I'll, I'll say that okay. later. So about All the right, PE okay. and so we'll come back to that when we okay. get to it. Um, uh. But yes, A levels, I love that, and then and then yes, which is when I started coming out as well. Well, yes, this was yes. going to be my next question.
0: Ah, is uh, yeah, So what? So what age did you? What age were you? sort of truly aware that you were the
1: other that I was gay so I I said that very dramatically didn't I that I was gay, gay. um thank you Mr. I... McKellen <laughs> <laughs> I what? McKellen's story I'm sorry okay <laughs> sorry, okay later. but well, one that we can, can we can oh absolutely oh, okay. yes okay. yes okay. It's, it's, a, it's a okay. lovely story um uh but I think I always knew mm. there was the kind of little experimentation when I was younger. Um, so I kind of yes. I'm Just thinking about how much this is confessional, full <laughs> disclosure that people might like, yes. Well, um, you've listened. You know, people do. Yes, indeed. All. I'm thirteen. Was the time when I was thirteen when I had yeah. my first but... Your first part, but my first part. (laughs) Well, yes, Um, but uh, and it was interesting. But that was experimentation, as a lot of boys do and girls do. Yeah, Um, Yeah. and uh, but for me, it was definitely a gay experience. Whereas for the other person involved, it wasn't. It was sexual. So they were doing it just to have the sexual stimulus, but I was doing it because it was.
0: Yes. For that, but
1: also was with, with a, a um, another boy.
0: But before you even kind of sexually uh, uh, were, were tuning yes. yourself in, um, do you remember even being as as a as a as a, as a, as a boy in primary school feeling uh, mm, not because not, you wouldn't have felt different because I not really. I was quite a. I wasn't camp when I wasn't really effeminate but right. I
1: was into musicals and I did ballet and things like that yeah. my sister said that she knew and my brother's sisters said that they knew that when I was a kid I think they knew a lot longer long before I did um I think my mum knew but completely turned a blind eye interesting parents do as parents can do um and so I think it was very clear from when I was a very small child that I was gay. But whether and I had lots of girlfriends mm-hmm. in school, and mm-hmm. I wasn't interested in playing to stereotype. But I oh, wasn't interested. No, in I know, but yeah. I, and I liked. I remember being very attracted by superheroes. Obviously, yes, they go and Spider-Man. My tie. first crush, which came up on a Facebook thread the other day but my first kind of crush I remember was in do you remember the Dandy comic Mm -hmm. there was a I can't remember was it a comic strip called Corky and there was a character in it no Corky was a cat there was this character called Bully Beef and he was a bully and but I remember he had like he had a very unattractive face, but he had this most it was ripped body, and he had these very very tight shorts on Ooh. that were almost shiny. And I remember looking at these pictures, thinking, oh, "That's God, I very exactly. attractive." Yes, yes. I was very very. I had this crush on Bully Beef, even though I abhorred bullying yeah, at yeah, any yeah. level. But the character and and you know, was his, his chest and
0: because. Did you ever? I mean, sometimes there's that thing of the bully being the... Um, no, not at all, okay. no. It was absolutely f- it was the physical, physical look. Um,
1: because uh, because I had an adhorrence, so there was no, no. masochism no. or okay. uh, undertones or anything like no. that. Okay. Um, uh, which would be fine. Yes. It it? And maybe, bit, yeah. maybe the shorts might be a little bit fetishy. They did seem yeah, very I mean, shiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who knows? Um, no, I get you. It's, but uh, yeah. But that was my first crush. But... Yeah. It wasn't really until...
0: You weren't aware it was a crush then. No,
1: and I think, it, as a lot of people did, I remember admit, thinking and kind of doing the admission that I must be bisexual. Oh, oh. First, even though you've got no interest in girls yeah. at all, sexually, but it's like the easier transition the halfway, in your head. Gateway. 12. And gateway. And then when I did my A-levels is when I finally went, do you know what? I am gay. Yeah. And our teacher... Uh, one of our, our teachers a a great teacher who was head of our course called Penny Mindelson. Mm. Um and I remember her having a conversation with us all about ex-students that had gone on to be in shows and films and all the rest mm-hmm. of it and I remember she told us a story about an ex-student who had obviously come to terms with being gay and Then met her a few years later and flung his arms around her and had a boyfriend and everything. And I think, although she never said it directly, I think she was basically saying to me, which was the first time I'd come across an adult actually saying it's okay. I don't think I really appreciated it as much in the time, but I remember actually coming across someone who was who wasn't who wasn't condemning it. Yeah,
0: which makes you kind of go, definitely going down the right avenue. If I can also do what I'm feeling in my heart, in my heart, live out my heart's desire by performing, but also yes. these people are encouraging, or yes, or at accepting. least saying it's okay,
1: accepting, yes, because you know, and sometimes encouraging. I don't know what your experience was in Devon, but yeah, I mean, a, I mean it's small been, community, yeah, very
0: small seaside town, um, and some of the listeners will know already that I've, yeah, I, I didn't have a great time, but then I. Turned it on its head and kind of became a, a rebel and a played that card instead. Right. And started dyeing my hair and being—I watched too much Grange Hill, basically—and <laughs> decided that that was the way forward. And then the bullies sort of let me get away with it because I because you could I be a, I alternative. Was equally, I was alternative and that's really good. And naughty, um, mainly playing truant and wearing. And dyeing my hair and wearing clothes like being really, yeah. Occasionally, arguing with the teacher: Why do we need? Why do we need computer studies? I'm never going to use a computer. I want to be a performer. Why would I ever use? Anyway, here we are. <laughs> never <laughs> going to need that stuff. And then when we learned later down the line, Jesus, I wish I would paid more attention.
1: But... All we all you learned to do was print oh, was your just... name all over the screen endlessly. Yeah. But it wasn't that, yeah. yeah but, um, so. No one so, uses yeah. basic anymore. Um, no,
0: that's true. Um, so from school... Yes. Uh, into... So not much in gap between then and now. If you went to... Oh, no, actually quite a lot.
1: Then... I, I did... After oh, my second year of A-levels, I got into... Um, a summer stock course in America, which was on Cape Cod, and it's a company called The College Light Opera Company. And it was in its hey. 27th year, Okay. and it's just, it's in its 51st year this year, so 50 years last year, big, and I went over there for three, two months, mm-hmm. and we did nine musicals in 12 weeks, and it was a rep company, and so there was a young company of 32, which included a full orchestra and the vocal company, you auditioned for the shows, and you had these Directors and choreographers. The shows were fantastic. It was the most wonderful time, and I learned so much there. From... How did you
0: find out about it? I mean, I a...
1: found it because a friend of mine was looking for a job, a summer job, touring around the world, and I found it in a book called "Summer Summer Jobs Around the World." Right, and it mentioned this course. And I saw this, and I thought, well, why not? And I, to this day, I think I'm the only English person who's ever joined the vocal company I think other people have joined the technical company in the orchestra but I think I'm the only person who actually went over there and acted and it was incredible I I did that two years running and that was the first time I'd went away from home so suddenly I was with everyone and like many of my peers who the very first year we weren't really out there was some people in the year who were obviously out and gay Mm -hmm. and that was a bit and the second year I went back I was like yay you know I was out of the closet and I managed to get yes a little bit more have a little bit more fun (laughs) experience get a little yes (laughs) experience yes Um, as some of my other friends did so um, but it was it was interesting because growing up in in the small area I did was very and I was very heavily involved in the church so I I had that whole thing it's wrong. It's evil. Oh, and it's, you know, okay. it's um, and.
0: Uh, but your siblings were all.
1: I never. I didn't tell anyone my family. Oh. Oh. Okay. So nobody knew. So was, but. Oh, um, uh, I never discussed it, and I kept it a secret. I told one friend who was connected with the church, and she said, "Go and see my father, and I get him to see her father." And he, said I was possessed, cast oh, oh demons really? out of me. Um strangely enough, after that it, which was it was harrowing it wasn't as harrowing as some of the things that some of my friends have gone through, some in the states sure um, and it wasn't the equivalent of gay conversion therapy, but it was distressing well, I mean you know you're being thrown around the room, you can have flown into the patio windows, and as you slide down you're going nice curtains you know it's <laughs> um, Wow, I had uh, no idea you'd been there. Okay, actually, afterwards, I felt I left there, and I remember walking along, thinking, I, you know, what the hell's happened? Blah, blah 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 blah. And suddenly, I felt absolute at peace. I was walking home along the country lanes, and I suddenly went, "It doesn't matter." And it was an incredible feeling of warmth and love at that moment. After that happened, uh, of not just warmth and love, and any religious forgiveness or anything like that it was just it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and I think that's probably um, it was like an epiphany really it was it was a a moment and it was just like no as long as you just accept yourself actually do you know what yeah
0: which is a good mantra for
1: all Yeah. and then you kind of you kind of head away from Things I'm suddenly remembering all these stories from my my my, my this life. Is yes. Well, in, in in fact, what happened was that after I'd done that first year in America, mm. I then went back to England and I decided I wanted to be a butler. I didn't really want to be butler. I wanted John. I wanted to be John Gilgood in Arthur, uh, or William <laughs> Powell in My Man Godfrey. I didn't. I, That's it was so. Actually, God. I started working in the catering industry, and um, I. Working in this small village, and I met this chap who just moved to the village called Richard, and we flirted with each other for probably about two months. Right, and I was still I was still a virgin yeah. at this point, yeah. well yeah. proper yeah. virgin, yeah. you know, not yeah. a, you know. Um, And uh, and I remember we, we just flirted, and flirted, and there was a I remember we, he, I was living in the staff house and I remember I was in my pyjamas and he was in my room and we were just chatting as we did Billy, every night and I went upstairs to the toilet and I came back upstairs and he was in my bed and I, I remember mean, when I went, that took us long enough, didn't it? Oh, wow. <laughs> so, Hi. hello. Anyway, so we had this kind of <laughs> fling and, but I, sadly, because of course it was illegal then until you were 21, And it was at the same time that the two boys got invited to the radio station. Do you remember that? They got invited to the radio station in Devon, in Exeter. No, keep going. And they were out and they were partners. And the radio station had also called the police in and they got arrested live on air.
0: No, I don't know. Oh, you don't remember that? they
1: They were the big forerunners of the age of consent debate. Oh, um... It was a oh, big... Oh, uh, they were the, the, um, the, 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 like the main figureheads for when that yes, all started I, to kick I in. I met them.
0: Oh, you did? Now I know what you're talking about. Yes, I met them. I was doing a play that called What's Wrong With Angry that was at the kind of helm of all that. And they were around a lot, and we stood outside Parliament together as a cast, and them and people from another play... All, all at the same time. At so the
1: yes, age of consent? Yes, all around. Because I, I was there. I was there, I was there oh, that, so that's my Ian m- McKellen story. So, okay. Oh,
0: so let's go there. Let's okay. go to the Ian
1: McKellen story. Well, it, it, actually, it's not that exciting, no, but there's another stuff. bit that links back. But the age of consent, the only time I've ever been on a political rally was the age of consent debate mm. um, when it was trying to get it moved from 21 to 16. And I was there. I hadn't come out to my mum. A few things happened. I remember standing there with my friend and uh, the vote had just come in and I remember this kind of... Because it was a very peaceful, happy... Um, a very peaceful, happy protest at one point. So, hello.
0: hello.
1: <laughs> Hi. Talk <laughs> about peaceful and happy. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. um, We just had a visitor. A little visitor, she was cute. And then... Um, when the results came through and it was down to 18 not 16 it was like this kind of slap in the face and I remember people suddenly changed into two groups it was either the people who were so stunned they couldn't speak or people became like furious and I was of the first group I was like so st- I was like knocked for six I was mm-hmm. just like oh and my friend who I was with just went ballistic mm-hmm. and he went off the rails and we were stood there and I think and Ian, and Ian McKellen, McKellen came out and which was Ian, Ian and he came over and he remember give us this big hug and he just went "I'm, just, it's really disappointing he was just absolutely lovely and at the same time Michael Portillo walked out of Parliament my friend was hugging Ian McKellen and he just like tore himself away and went Portillo yeah. you can you <laughs> I screamed at the top of his voice. And um, so. And then, but the wonderful thing was that the, there was two great things, which was the next day my mother called me up and she went, I saw you on telly. You should, it, it was like I was on some sort of serial or something and it was the week, it was the nine o'clock news. Yeah. I walked past the camera. My mother was so pleased oh. and happy that she'd seen me on telly at once. <laughs> um, and, which was quite funny. The other thing, which they didn't, because all they showed were the news footage. I don't know if you remember this, was like, the gays storming yeah, parliament yeah, trying yeah, to break yeah. it. It was all like, there's an angry mob. Yeah. What actually happened was that yes. after the result happened, a lot of the police came down and they said, there's going to be a lot of police coming down. We've you to all go away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know it's been a disappointing. The police were lovely. Everyone was like, yes, oh, we agree. And so mm-hmm. everyone kind of dispersed. As we passed the main doors to Westminster, this mob... Was moving forward, and this voice screamed out, "Storm Parliament!" And quick as a flash, someone at yeah. the back went, "Redecorate it!" <laughs> and everyone just pissed themselves <laughs> laughing, and it completely diffused the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the news then broadcast it as angry gay mob tried to <laughs> try to blow to up, up over. Parliament. Too over, who <laughs>
0: no, are not doing over,
1: doing up, doing
0: up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, um, so, yeah, that... Is good. So, uh, you, we're jumping all around the year Yes, now, yes. But, um, but no. you
1: were there as well with yeah, your... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Um, and also, uh, Clause 28. <gasps> oh, God. And that stuff, and, and also... Well, we were... Yeah, I we were drum Coat-tains school of, in the 90s. were coattails of AIDS. Yeah. Because even when we were at... When we were at Alra, it was still... I mean, I was still meeting people who were... Getting sick and right, whilst we were yeah, whilst we were training and just after and so yeah, yeah,
1: yes, because there was no medication of yeah. any sort then.
0: so because we we're going back med- quite a few yes. years. Um, yeah, um, but oh, but also yeah. c-
1: tied in with the age consent thing was it's a little bit of a, oh. a sad thing, but my. the the chap I met when we were together and I was I was 18 and he was 25 I was so convinced that we were going to be found out and because I knew everyone in the community I did my utmost to destroy the relationship because I was terrified we were going to prison Wow which is I I look back and I go that is just so awful and consequently I've been cursed and never had a long term relationship since so (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, that's be be weird. It's uh, not karma. Let's not blame <laughs> but no, no,
0: no. Yeah.
1: But you know that obsession to actually. And now you you talk to people, people. You know, gay guys coming up and and living and a lot of times people get very angry now. And of course, you must always fight, and you must always. You know, there's always a way to go and things to sort out but I sometimes think there is a kind of sight lost that you just think it's an awful thing no no go on everything's relative and everyone has their personal struggles but you do go do you know what it was like I mean at least it was legal when we were kids it was just Just. I mean I've had friends who were at the forefront of the before before, when it was illegal
0: yeah I know literally just, yeah, um, which is crazy to think it literally was just turned as as we were, as we were being born. Yes. But, and Stonewall. Of course, yes. Which is also 15. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, it's. Um, I think it's funny that just going back to... because we're jumping around, but yeah. our our time at Alra and even though it was drama school there wasn't didn't feel like there was that many Ooh,
1: of us no there wasn't at all and in fact or who that's were honest the...
0: about it I mean maybe there were the people in other years that I we weren't aware of or I don't
1: it's actually the, I've been lucky never to have really come across any major homophobia in my life I'm very lucky that right. I've never had queer bashing yep. or any situation this yep. yep. um anyway and um, but the place I found most difficult was actually drama school really because I think and I think I was projecting some of this it was from my own head I don't necessarily think it was true because I think our peers were quite accepting but at the same time I think there was this masculine struggle to prove that you could be male and an actor and not be gay and I think that it, it was kind of injecting a lot of things. And I, I don't think I was ex- ex- imagining it. I did feel it there.
0: Now you say it, yeah. I've never really thought about it in those terms. But actually, yes. And it wasn't they weren't doing anything. They had their own they. Battles. They had yeah, their everyone own. had their own yeah. things
1: to deal with. Um, but there was this it, kind right, of... did put a different yeah.
0: emphasis or... Or on, on Not in a nasty way. No, There's no, no, no bullying or anything like, anything like anything that. Intentionally. No. But it, the atmosphere. It was the atmosphere. And even though that we've just gone through, we've talked about however many of us, we think there were five people in there. One, our... two,
1: three, four, five... Yeah, five, six. Six. six who were, definitely. Were,
0: yeah. Um, I don't know if it would be the same now, whether that ratio would be... Maybe it wouldn't be, but I feel like. I well,
1: I think people are more open to experimentation this year, uh, these years. So, and people, because people can be gay at an earlier age and more accepting of it And, and not just gay, and and yeah,
0: all the other and the other colors of yeah, yes. Um, that there probably were within our peer group. But yes, maybe or maybe not. Yeah, um, who knows. It's difficult to If you are within our peer group and you have got something to tell us, please contact us on Facebook or at the website, because we'd love to hear your story. If you've been hiding something for all these years, and you are really want to tell us. Yes. No, but in all seriousness, I, did, I do feel that it wasn't, it wasn't repressive. No. But at the same time, I don't feel I ever discussed with any of the other gay people in the year about being gay. I don't think we ever had a discussion even they though they'd be like hello do you hello, know you, the funny thing was
1: is that I because we we just didn't our paths yeah, didn't uh, really didn't cross because, because we were we, in shows together yeah.
0: we weren't in classes together and I, though we were aware of each other and, and I remember kind of hello 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 yes and sort of saying yes yes and, and that but, was it but the of, other gay people then. that
1: I that were in our year I didn't Feel a connection to, and I and I probably didn't feel a connection with you simply because we didn't we didn't we, we didn't we went in the same circle, but the other people, even though one of them was a close friend of mine, it, it kind of wasn't a healthy friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and those who know, who know, and those who <laughs> know, know. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were all, yeah, yes. But some of the others didn't really... I think out of everybody, I think there was one person who actually was quite involved in the gay scene because I think he did a drag act. Right. I don't know what happened to him. Um, Yes. But, yeah, there wasn't really a connection
0: with... Yeah. Yeah. And there was no gay sock no and I don't mean a sock that, you know, yeah. that we've used um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a disgusting fault. idea say <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so, because... on eBay <laughs> gay actors no anyway <laughs> um, moving on from from underwear that's been mm. used um, so yeah so the question is whilst Aura were you going out and in I want to know if we they were shagging around. Where you when be going when? Out to gay bars? Because I kind of remember thinking halfway through, I'm missing out. I'm not doing the, th- the thing. And then a couple of the female members of our year saying to me, "Let's go."
1: Well, it was two, still the time when gay places. clubs and bars all were blacked windows. Yeah, two brewers um, and I never went to the Two Brewers. Ah. Oh no, I did actually. You say that
0: was the closest. Thing.
1: Yes, I, but I never went there. I used to go, I remember the first one I used to go to was Brief Encounter, Oh said the St. Martin's, the, the Duke of Yorks. Yeah. And that was a real dive of Rent Boys, and that was the oh, first yes, one I went right. into. But there was that exhilaration of suddenly being in a gay club and going, everyone is of the same name. So, yeah. yeah. And then I used to work at the Fortune Theatre, uh-huh. And I used to finish work there on a Saturday night. Yeah. And I'd be wearing my tight cycle shorts and my <laughs> tank top. Yeah. And I would go to Bang on Tomden Court Road. Oh. And I would dance. Wow. And God. I never Which is now But I was always G-A-Y. so desperate to meet him. You. Is it?
0: Oh Bang been, became G A Y and now it's It's been knocked rail. down, has
1: not it? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But I was always so desperate to meet someone that I, that I think I just reeked of desperation. So I never met anyone. Right, right, right. So it was... Like, I'm a bit of a crap gay. <laughs> and I've always been a bit of a crap gay. It's, it's a, I, I like to stand up for the crap gays of this yeah, world. So yeah, I think um, it's all right. I'm, I'm not very good at being gay. I can, I, I'm not very good at house furnishings and I kill <laughs> pot plants and I don't yeah. really like Liza pop Minnelli or Shirley Bassey <laughs> or... Um,
0: you don't like others. Okay. or Judy
1: Garland.
0: No. I don't really like cats. How do you feel on Cher, Madonna, and Kylie? Cold. Oh, see. Ooh, you see. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh. You see?
1: You're, you're like reaching oh. for my car. Oh, well. Anyway, it's been lovely. <laughs> no, I mean, no, 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 <laughs> no. no. I, 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 I
0: I, yes. No. Well, what, you don't need, yes, yeah. of course. Um, which we're going to come to your cultural influences and things. Oh, yes, yes, and influences yeah. and things. So, anyway, so that case, okay, so you were, we were, the we thing is, we were all going and doing our own thing privately and did you ever go to the, the, the London Gay and Lesbian Centre I did oh, so oh saying, my you, you, god you, were you did go I did so we did. were probably going around the same time unknowingly they used to have a brilliant Sunday tea dance they did have a tea dance I didn't ever go to the tea dance the tea but I, know d- I went the tea dance regularly
1: All right. and it was brilliant because it would start about 2 o'clock in the afternoon and they'd start with like the waltzes mm-hmm and then sudden, and they moved through every era until they got to modern day so you'd have you start with the Walsing, then you'd have the Charleston and then the Foxtrot and then the Boogie Woop and it was brilliant we used to go in 90s house yes indeed <laughs> <laughs> but that no the the London Lesbian and Gay Center yeah. was wonderful, actually. Yeah. It was really... I really enjoyed that. See, I, I, it's good I to know that, that. Somebody else
0: was... I've, I think I'm the only person I've ever had the discussion and I've said, that. yes, I, I went there. Yes. It was a in? great place, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Very... Really... Um, and, and felt safe, really and safe. and friendly. And, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. it
1: wasn't... Because it, you had that upstairs where you could sit down and have a coffee and chat yeah. with people, which is kind of what you couldn't do in bars and clubs. In Brief Encounter.
0: The other end of the scale to yes. Encounter.
1: And then, of course... In the 90s, is when the gay coffee shops opened, starting with Kudos.
0: Oh, do you remember Kudos? And it was Jacket. the
1: first time a coffee shop, and it was gay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the, it had windows.
0: Oh, and suddenly, yes.
1: the homosexuals could be sat on tables yeah, in the streets.
0: Yeah. right near a mainline station as well. Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. Which doesn't exist anymore either. No. Sadly. Well, that's when that's coffee. when
1: clubs, when clubs and pubs started getting rid of the black shutters.
0: Oh my god! Um, look these things up, people. As we're talking, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of history there. I feel so old. <laughs> yes, I remember when. Um, so okay, so yes, that's that's so cultural influences then. Um, if you weren't with Liza and Share and the rest. What were your uh, well? First of all, as a team, when you were sort of before, say it's before drama school. Okay. Yes. And at home, who did you look up to apart from
1: Gilbert and Sullivan?
0: There we go.
1: It was that's all I played. and classical music was Gilbert and Sullivan. I never played. I I think I bought two singles in my entire life. And one was The Phantom of the Opera.
0: Oh, the actual song. The actual yeah. song.
1: And the other one was Vienna Calling by Falco. Okay. And I only <laughs> liked that because they played the Blue Daniel Rolls at the beginning very fast. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Oh, the Viennese one. And that yes. was it. And so I just used to listen to the first ten seconds on repeat and then not listen to the rest of the song. Yep. Yeah. Um, um okay. But, yeah, it was Gilbert Sullivan and musicals. So were all
0: your family... Were your family... Did your family listen to classical music a lot? No. You, so nobody, you were, this was just your own... Nobody really listened to
1: music at all. Right, My okay. brother David used to play his records and he played bands like Rush. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And okay. Deep Purple. So yes, 70s. so that's the stuff he Rob, would listen rock. to. Um, but and I used to like his record collection. Or oh, I'd listen to... I had the Monty Python records. Okay. So, comedy. So, comedy. Tom Lehrer. Oh, yes. Of co- oh, well, he's a gay icon. Yeah, I mean... But I never liked... Yeah. And I used to watch musicals. But I was never interested in the stars. And even to this day, because I'm a big musical theatre yes. fan. And I'm... A, you know, I love them and I, I know the most bizarre musicals in the world. And... Um, but the musicals are gross, the yeah. stars, not the performers. I don't care about the middle of doing Hello Dolly. I want to make sure that Hello Dolly is good. I don't care who I see in it.
2: Okay. I don't want okay. to see
1: a star. I'm sure she's, and by all means, she was incredible in the role. Um, but, and I've noticed this has changed with a lot of actors these days. Suddenly, young ones coming out of the drama schools is they talk about the stars and not the show. And for me, the show is more important yes, than the star. Yes. It's a very American thing. No, no, The no, star no, is completely. the show.
0: So. That's interesting that yeah. you... Yeah. But that's never been with you. No. So, yes, yeah, so I suppose then really, as far as kind of having people to look up to, so it's people who created the music rather than people who were singing the music. Yes, yes. Completely, yes. Mm, so lyricists are... And... Wow. Didn't
1: have, I didn't really ever have... Um, like a someone I that inspired me there have been people since in my life who I find um, I I wouldn't say I've ever had, what's the word not an idol but uh, an icon there's certain people who I think are incredible, there's a lot of people I really
0: like Um, Comedy, comedy heroes Comedy heroes, really? Yeah, so, yeah, because that would be for me as well. Oh, so you did mention well, Monty Python, but were there other people? I think, uh, well, Victoria Wood, yes, yeah, yeah, so, yeah,
1: was because I mean, growing up in the seventies and eighties, suddenly comedy heroes, Les Dennis, I think Larry Grayson, even though he was playing a ridiculously overly camp kind of. But I don't think it was a negative character.
0: No, see, I've discussed this before. And it's a difficult one
1: because there was a lot of negative homosexual comedy characters.
0: But. See, I have no problem with John Inman and and Larry Grayson and. No, I don't think those those were.
1: I think. the, The. It was. I'm trying to think of the first time I saw a it was difficult because of course in the 80s suddenly you had all these AIDS dramas
0: Yeah.
1: so homosexuals could never have a happy ending so everyone had to die from AIDS and, um, but I it do was in, depressed. I remember a TV American TV thing I think it was called Consenting Adults and it was about oh. a boy coming to terms with being gay and Martin um, oh, I, uh, what's his name was in it um, yes and like, okay. very very cute guy playing the main protagonist and of course we're, we're gonna have Derek Jarman's films all the Derek
0: Jarman stuff which yeah yes watching late at night and
1: suddenly Channel 4 showing things that were so a little bit it was a yeah. huge Rocky Horror show suddenly seeing that and suddenly seeing positive gay that's
0: why I, cl- that's why I was clinging to pop yeah. culture because I yes, was seeing yes I think
1: yeah that's where it was it was in films it yeah. wasn't music
0: and at aura yeah for me as well and I don't know if you remember but I had a I developed an obsession with and I probably wasn't the only one Joe Orton
1: and oh, I started really? to
0: you may not remember but a few people have mentioned over the years that I used to wear the hat hat there we go you people did remember that. and the leather jacket uh, yeah I, I, I obsessed with and, and I, started, I remember you wearing it I yeah. didn't remember
1: it I didn't well, know you... it was now thing. if you Now I, now now I know It's obvious. obvious Yeah
0: if I walked in You'd be like oh, oh really? Rip off Yeah Oh no Tribute oh, But oh, yes tribute. yes, Yeah Yeah um, See it's funny These things that are yeah. up That we were doing And Yeah And being encouraged to do By some people. Um I think when I I also discovered
1: Because I liked Science fiction And I yeah. I liked reading Horror Mm. which is um, even though which is weird because I ended up working in the horror business even though I hate horror films I'm, I, I'm, I get very scared by horror films I, right. I actually, which is very weird cause for 15 years my job was to teach actors to scare people but I also yes. really liked Clive Barker's books
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then when I discovered he was gay yeah I suddenly were like oh,
0: Ooh, yeah, okay, yeah. and
1: then he became a fascinating person for me. I thought it would be really interesting I've never to chat read
0: to the books, but I've seen films and yes. I know I've listened to interviews with him. Um, um, but yeah. I think
1: he's a yeah, 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 I think yeah. he's a, a fascinating chap. Yeah, um, and so it, and he was quite uh, forming in in certain thought processes in mine so just that somebody could be creative and positive and yeah
0: and very interesting so talking about that time so you do, so first of all there was a time where you were performing in LA is that connected so, you, so, you, so okay let's just yeah. go, let's go so Alra Alra you left drama school yes and how were you feeling you left drama school what was your were you because you, we were saying I know I wasn't ready and you were saying perhaps you didn't feel quite in the right place in mentally or still doing, for me it was still discovering gay. Yes. So I kind of went, okay, we're gonna take a step back from acting and focus a lot more on gay, which there was a period of That's
1: time. really interesting because, as an outside didn't. observer of not knowing you and because we're none of us really connected, my thought was that you had it all sus. Oh God, oh my God.
0: Because so I knew I you were gay you, no, and right. I thought, oh yeah. No, see, so I thought you. I thought you and, and Anthony and Anthony were, were the yeah. Everything's fine, and we're out every night, and oh. we're the queens of the scene. Oh my god! Which couldn't be further from the yeah. truth. So I, I,
1: that's, that's isn't it weird? I was like, oh well, he's got it sussed. He's yeah, he's oh god no. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. It took it took it took, took some more training. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I well, I I left Alra, and I my first thought was to just get away from everybody. I just wanted, to be, I and suddenly everyone was like scrabbling for work and getting so excited that they got a profit share production of you know after doing three years and believing that you're going to go walk straight into a West End job, which every single drama student who ever leaves the drama school has, and I'm sure there's a hundred or well, thousands every year, especially this year, who will. Finish their course and go, why haven't I walked into Dear Evan Hansen? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And it's like, well, uh-huh. wake up to the reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, everyone, yeah. you leave drama school and we didn't have any graduation. It was just we, we finished, we had our last day and the next day you woke up and you had finished. There was no graduation, Done. there was no certificate. It was just like, pff, like a balloon, wet balloon, expelling its air. Uh, so I ran away to work in a pub in Winchester um, where I'd worked before and then I did I did a production dancing in a production of Faust as a summer school I did a summer school uh, with a company called English Touring Opera 80 then, they've Mm -hmm. now called English Touring Opera and they used to do these summer school we did Faust and I danced and sang in that it was great and then that's where I met uh, my uh, partner for a while and we were, were um, very good friends and we were partners and I actually moved in. he was an opera singer mm-hmm. and I actually moved up to London to live with him and that's when I started getting jobs and I got a pantomime job my first pantomime job touring a terrible pantomime around the provinces oh you,
0: yeah yeah yeah. and yeah,
1: then I worked in, in theme parks at Chessington for about three years as part of their comedy team
0: and that was uh, great okay. fun okay that's interesting because I know somebody else who's taken that route after they're leaving ah, school that's interesting. I ended up directing stuff there. but anyway yeah. oh what's that name um, Tom Ford hello Tom Tom Ford He's, he, you, uh, not the he, designer he... <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, He's done job. very well. He's done job. We needed a few pennies on the side. Now this is somebody who's a bit younger than us. Oh, okay. So, like that, twenty-five years. Uh, okay. <laughs> but
1: anyway, sorry. So back to you. Um, yes. So you were at I was at Chesington, and I worked for oh, theme parks and did that during the summer season and pantomime in the in the winter mm-hmm. and then did a lot of children's entertainment and then danced in a music in an opera in Germany touring Germany for six months seven months I think which okay. was quite fun um, I didn't know you yeah. were a
0: dancer as well obviously. well I, I faked it but you got enough to, to get jobs Yeah, you to... yes
1: strangely enough I've still kind of it's quite bizarre but yes I was we were billed as the Viennese Ballet wow so which people don't believe it I said well, I was part of the Viennese Ballet and Saw
0: sort of the post sounds yeah. marvellous now I can go well congratulations yeah. on thank you dance Ooh. yes <laughs> being <laughs> um, part of the game yeah and then then what happened really I was
1: um... sorry I just had this wave of how interesting is this to people don't but think about I, it too much <laughs> you um, can always edit later you so. can always edit later yes um and then after that, I ended up moving down to Brighton, and that's kind of when I pulled away from it a little bit. And I was working at a place called the Sussex Arts Club. So I was still involved in the arts. Oh, I
0: know
1: the Sussex Arts Club, yes. So, and,
0: oh, did you, the Sussex we Arts did the Club? We used diary Diaries there.
1: Did you really? Mm-hmm. Because that's how I set up the, the theatre there at the Sussex yeah, Arts we did, Club.
0: Um... One night of one of the Brighton festivals, whatever year it would be, it was kind of a, a launch for us. Uh, it was like the first show so we ever did to the public. Isn't that funny? Do you remember anyone who was involved there? Was it
1: Sarah? I no. can't no. no. That's interesting because I, yes, I created that, that theatre there. Was it upstairs or in the ballroom? In the ballroom? In the ballroom. On, the, on a stage? Yes, yeah. on a stage. So we had a little theatre upstairs, and then there was the ballroom so as well. So you have any
0: idea that you were, it yeah. was your
1: thing? That wow. was the, we well, I was asked to do that, and then, and then we used to use... Uh, the ballroom was always used in the festival, so it wouldn't necessarily have been my thing at that point. No. But that's where I met Nigel Fares, because he put a show on in the theatre when we first opened the theatre. And then that's where I started working with him, and I did shows a lot of his murder mysteries, which I still do to this day, which are
0: unbelievably brilliant. Yes.
1: Unbelievably uh, brilliant. He's the most incredible writer of... He he can turn his hand to the most broadest comedy to the most tragic drama. Yes. I mean, actually, you know... And then he, he mixes the two together, which, like he says life is you know comedy but then turns eventually.
0: into a 60s pop musical yes exactly <laughs> um, yes and a lot of people in the, a lot of the people in the industry know nigel fairs is amazing the amount of people that i talk to who. oh yes know indeed across the board yeah and, um google him ladies and gentlemen google him um so yeah so from so there yes then america
1: what did happen then no, what happened was I decided... I got a Halloween job at Alton Towers mm. scaring in their Halloween maze. Yeah. And it was the first year they'd done it. And I like that so much that I... I... Uh, internet searched the owner of the company who'd been... Uh, <laughs> in, I'm doing the... <laughs> We're doing the movements. <laughs> the movements. It's you? like the bill, internet, <laughs> orange key <rings, laughs> stop <Stalkboard> poor Road. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, and so I, I hunted them down, stalked on... on the internet and I said I really enjoyed working with you I want to work with you again and he invited me to work at Madame Tussauds in the Chamber of Horrors and from that I was chosen to join a cast trying out a new show at Warwick Castle called Warwick Ghosts Alive and we, that ran for seven years Oh God! Really? and that was a six minute show that ran from ten, min- ten in the morning to six at night and it was oh. every six minutes Oh! Wow. and That's... we worked out I did over forty-four thousand performances of the same show, um, and and then anyway, he said, "I've got a," and then I did jobs for him in Australia, and then he said, "I have. We've just done a gig, uh, got a, a, um, a contract with a theme park in Malaysia. Would you like to come out and manage it?" So I went yes. So I gave up everything, and I got on a bus and I flew out to Malaysia, and I lived there for. Five years on and off, and then I ended up in Mexico City, and I lived in Mexico City for five years. Nice. So I spent over ten years out of England, really, and just touring around the world. And, and so how was
0: how? Because Malaysia is their laws are. Uh, it's a Muslim country. Uh, yes. Um, I've been which is myself. you've been to KL or other uh, places? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I, I I went to an island. I was working in Singapore. Yep. And then on the way back, stopped at an island. Off the east of Malaysia, called Tioman Island. Oh yes, okay. I never went so. KL just as yeah, stopping flights. But I just remember thinking, oh, I have to be careful about. No, you're oh, fine. Okay,
1: um, if you're white, you're fine. Right. In fact, I mean, I have plenty of gay friends in KL. Okay, I have gay Muslim friends. So um, I have in KL. It's a bit more ex. It's a bit more. Ex- Except in my, my gay Muslim friends still have to be a little bit careful they're not and they don't announce it mm-hmm. um, and some of them get married have children sure um, the, the, the Malaysia's kind of split up into three main races mm-hmm. you've got the Chinese the Malay and the Indian yeah and it's very much there's a caste system so there is this kind of hierarchy of who's more important than who yep. and if you're white, you're kind of at the top, sort of thing. And it, there's a lot of the, a lot of the good and bad influences from colonization, yeah. which still permeates to this day. I loved Malaysia. Yeah. Um, I had a great time there. I have some wonderful friends there. Um, some things can be frustrating.
0: And I mean, to be there for five years, it must have. Been.
1: Yes, I mean, it was on and off. I was doing a lot of work in Australia as well, in Canada and America. Um, but that was my main base. So... Um, Amazing to be... It was... I did like the Asian culture, yeah. and it seemed to like
0: me. Yeah. So then Mexico?
1: <laughs> Mexico City. Probably one of the gayest cities I've ever lived in in my entire life. And really? yet I still failed oh, okay. to get a date. Um <laughs> Okay, that's wrong. I did have a couple of. I, I had yes, I had a disastrous relationship there. But right, um, Mexico City is not half as scary or dangerous as people. Yeah, think see, it is. I always think no. No, people think it's the kidnapped capital of uh-huh. the world that you're going to walk along the street, dead bundled in and beheaded. Really, you're only going to come across trouble if you're looking for trouble. Right, Mexico City is where I lived, which is the south. From the south to the centre kind of spreading out it's absolutely just if you keep your wits about you and you don't go into the dangerous areas then you'll be fine
0: like anywhere I suppose
1: Um, yeah I felt safer in Mexico City than I have in any American city really in my life Uh, walking around I feel more at risk in somewhere like San Francisco or LA or New York oh that's interesting Um, I think they there's there's a you see a level of homelessness in the, in the states, and and mental illness on the streets, yeah, and drug yeah. abuse on the streets, have you spent time which you don't see
0: in you, baseline right. Mexico. Have you spent time in San Francisco?
1: Yes, I have. Yes, yeah. quite a uh, not a great deal of time, but um, like feelings, about right? two or three weeks. Um, yes, I didn't live. Wasn't there long enough to discover the actual personal San Francisco I loved it because of the Tales of the City books Um, the first time I went I went oh it's very touristy and it was only the second time that I went that I actually made friends there that I was like oh there's a community here which I didn't really see before because the other times I was visiting as a tourist I was very intimidated by the Castro um, Okay. because I, I was just looking and going, everyone's so beautiful and handsome, and it, it, it just kind of it, oh, my gay kicked yeah, in, and I. That, I, very... I walked
0: into it and thought, every there are so many shapes and sizes and colors and breeds, and yeah, which I... is the truth.
1: I just didn't see that. So
0: yeah, go back again.
1: Yes, I will yeah. do. So um, where
0: are you now in the world? Where 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 is where do you call home, Dominic? <laughs> I have a suitcase.
1: <laughs> Good question. I, d- I don't actually have anywhere i've which is oh, that sounds so tragic doesn't it i I've just been away in Italy for three months yes touring with a show the Canterville Ghost musical, which was really amazing to see in the most wonderful places uh, it was a good fun show to do um, and I'm back now currently looking for work yes. currently looking for work um, auditioning I just did a show that is going to the Edinburgh Festival called Cathy which is a retelling of Wuthering Heights, which I just did the fundraiser for. Um, uh, I'm not sure what the, future, what, the, what the future is involving me with the show, whether they want me, whether I'll be free, blah 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 blah. That's a it's a beautiful musical. And that's lovely too. Um, and then the other one is you're just really auditioning and doing the rounds and waiting, playing the waiting game as you were and finding things to create but I've drawn a bit of a blank at the moment so mm. um, probably appearing at a murder mystery near you sometime soon
0: um, but uh, I was going to say uh, so that, yes my, my, sort of my last sort of serious semi-serious question is yeah what would you like the not in an ideal world in a, in a real world how do you kind of see the next four or five years Possibly playing out, staying in London or staying in the southeast of England and touring. Or no,
1: or... not really. Okay. Um, I I actually have no no. I would I would like to do. I really want to do a tour in England of a play. Yeah. Nothing too. It, it's funny because this goes back to Alra. I remember people going. Oh, yeah, I want to do the west. I want to. At the RSC and I want to play Hamlet and I want to do this and yeah. this and I was like I want to do Agatha Christie's in Milford Haven I want to do farces uh-huh. on an England t- and and I remember one of the teachers go that's a more realistic approach yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's all I wanted to do is I yeah. want to do you know rep and I, I love doing those shows yeah. those I love entertainment I love plays with messages but for me theatre is about entertainment and you know I kind of we joke that but it's a kind of joke with a a level of truth I think you know it's with things like arts council grants and things like that you have to have a reason you Mm -hmm. can't just be let's put on something to entertain people you have to give a reason you have to oh this one can only be performed in a disused swimming pool that was blown up during the war and I think that's a really missed opportunity is that there's, there's a lack of there's a lack of funding to educate audiences and there's a lack I'm going into another area which I get quite passionate about, which yeah. is I will mention which, is, which does have a relevance to to being gay as yeah. well, which is um, when people say there needs to be more diverse casting and uh, diverse casting meaning.
0: Ethnicity? Ethnicity? Yeah. Uh, eth-
1: eth- ethnic, Yes. Uh, different, ethnicity. Dif- eth- ethnicity. Ethnicity. When they talk about <laughs> diverse casting, they yes. talk about ethnicity. Yes. And, uh, and the different sexuality and embracing yes. the whole things. Yeah. I think there's a danger and a an slight error. Those things are terribly important. Mm. But very often people forget that they are not they should be looking at diversity of audiences Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and so many times you go and see these shows which have colour blind casting or sex blind casting or gender blind casting Mm -hmm. and you look around and it is a white middle class audience and actually you need they need to be and then you go and see a show which is maybe predominantly about a specific ethnic group and those entire ethnic groups Caroline, are watching. Change, they're Hamilton. watching. Um, they're watching that show. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Hamilton's just full of musical theatre students these days. <laughs> um, I think Hamilton works, but then a, a huge middle class wide audience. Who are, yes, yeah, it's who can he, afford to sit exactly. Yeah. Um, and there is very although the great thing about Hamilton is that um, that he has that whole outreach thing to, to yeah. which is incredible that someone like him I find him absolutely probably I backtrack but I think Lin-Manuel Miranda is absolute inspiration yeah,
0: completely. Um, I totally agree.
1: but I, I do get a very passionate about the lack of thought that goes into the diversity of audiences yeah. because if you just do a show which is for that community only that community are only going to see that show they're not and they should you should have Communities and diverse casting should be aware of important drama and plays as well as light frothy comedies, mm-hmm. Who Done It, Farses, Noel Cowards, JB, the whole Yeah. caboodle. Yeah. Yeah. Um there. Thank you. I'll get <laughs> off my soapbox. <laughs> Thank you. I've no idea where I'm gonna be in the next four years. <laughs>
0: I think in Parliament, probably. <laughs> um, no, okay. No, now yeah. this is the this is the fun round. Okay. Um, yes. So uh, don't think too much. Top of the head. Yep. Answer and why. Favorite album of all time and why. Going to be uh, a musical, I should imagine.
1: It is um, the musical Keen because it's based on a Jean-Paul Sartre play. I think the music is fantastic, and it's the one I always pick up when I uh, need to feel a little bit of a lift. I think all the songs are wonderful, and it just makes me go to my happy place. And very little people have heard of it. I've That's heard not. Of it the and I
0: haven't heard it. Okay. So yeah, there we wonderful. go. My shame.
1: My I no, no. Go. I'm the only person who has heard of it. Probably. Um, film. Favorite film. Yes. Vibe. Brief encounter. I just think it's perfect. Not to the bar. Not to the bar. Brief <laughs> encounter. Yes. Just. Yes. I think it's almost perfect.
0: And if you haven't, because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who haven't actually ever watched it. Oh,
1: then that's it's the quintessential a English film. But yeah. you can't help be moved, and it shows how you can characters can be. It's a perfect thing of showing how that period is. People speak in an affected way, but it doesn't feel
0: affected. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, yes. that's perfect. Um, your favourite word?
1: My favourite word, moist, because people, how hate, do hate, people it. hate it. I so, know, yeah. I like it because it's moist. No, I, d- I don't know what my favourite word is, probably. Um, perhaps, because people often mispronounce it as perhaps.
0: Oh, yeah, they do, you're right. Yes,
1: and I like the way it goes. Perhaps. Perhaps.
0: Perhaps. 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 Marvellous. Okay, and least favourite word? Moist. Moist. Um,
1: No. No, that's wrong. No, that's a bit arsy. (laughs) Eliminate that. (laughs) Least favourite word? I don't really have one. No, you like all words. I like all words.
0: Some of them can be sympathised with, even if you don't love them, you have something before. Yes, true. Apart, Apart from perhaps prolapse prolapse <laughs> well prolapse there we go I think mean, that's probably my least favourite word <laughs> yes. um, I would go with that um, and um, and if you could choose one person to go on holiday with from the world of cinema screen and musicals uh, alive or dead who would it be and where would you go Your oh. money's no option
1: oh good lord can I pick a literary figure?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: I would like to go away with the author. Dead or Alive, they could be. Dead or Alive. The, um, uh, the writer Nio Marsh, who was a whodunit writer. She's one of the golden, okay. the queens yeah. of the golden era. She was uh, a dame on the same level, wrote in the same period. In fact, a longer period than Agatha Christie. She's like the second... Well, she's. you've got Agatha Christie everyone's heard of and then there's nao marsh and dorothy l sayers oh, and see, I know. the one thing about nao marsh is she was passionate about theater she uh-huh. got a dame uh, she was uh, given a damehood, uh, which she called her damery in she was new zealand from new zealand and she okay. single-handedly revived theater in new zealand i would like to go on holiday to new zealand to be shown around I went and visited. I, had a, I did a sabbatical to her home in New Zealand in, oh, in Christchurch okay. a few years back. Um, because I've always had a problem with Shakespeare. I don't really enjoy Shakespeare. She was passionate about it. And when I read her writings on Shakespeare, and I love her whodunits mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. she absolutely inspired me and thought, now if anyone could make me adore Shakespeare then it would be her. And I think she was just the most Ah. fascinating and wonderful character. Wow. Okay. There you
0: go. So, recommendations. Okay, there's a lot there. (laughs) Um, And, uh, well, I will link... You can email links to all your social medias. Thank you very much. Um, Mm. And uh, so you can find Dominic there, ladies and gentlemen. But um, I think we might, before we disappear, have a glass of wine and... Say cheers to the world. Yes, indeed. All right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, chin Dominic chin. McChesney, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Been an absolute honour. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Dominic McChesney, and I still had more. Well, I had a, I did have a full voice at that point. Now I'm going to sign off as um, I am. Uh, my voice is running out of juice. But thank you again for listening. Keep subscribing. Keep uh, giving us stars. Us, the royal we and yes oh and also just before we go i just wanted to um congratulate um my nephew oliver and his lovely new wife laura um and we were at their wedding this weekend it was beautiful and congratulations guys because i know sometimes you listen anyway thanks again all around the world and i'll see you very very soon for more shenanigans cheers gang bye bye